Giuliani. Hello, this is Rudy Giuliani, and welcome to the Rudy Giuliani Show. Well, election day is over, but the, <laughs> as usual, uh, unfortunately, the election's not over. And uh, that should really uh, be should be considered um, in, in the future. I, I do think, on the bright side, this election overall was conducted a lot better than 2020. Um, I can think of only one state right now where there seems to be considerable uh, confusion, and that's Arizona, uh, maybe somewhat in Georgia. But other than that, it's not at the level that it was in 2024, and it's not as prevalent as it was in 2024. And a lot of states have reported, and a lot of states have gotten the counting done in 10 hours, 12 hours, 15 hours. Why, why can uh, that be done, but others take weeks or days or two days or three days? Or if, it, if, uh, some, if that could be solved, if everybody could actually should be required to get the results in within 24 hours, and build this infrastructure to make that possible. I think it would restore a lot of the confidence the American people should have in their electoral system. When France can do it in eight or ten hours, uh, why can't we? Now, a good many of the states have done that. And to, the, to those states, I think we, um, we congratulate them. But uh, to the ones who haven't, there's no reason for that. I mean, uh, so here, here we are. Uh, well, Georgia is a special situation because it has this runoff thing, and uh, but but still, I mean they they um, that should really be considered, since the whole fate of the Senate may rest on that. But you can't you can't consider that something that gives you lack of confidence in the system. That's just what they've decided. <clears throat> they want someone who can get a majority vote. And, um, and there's a certain logic to that. And, and if we were going to decide it right now based on the margin between Herschel Walker and, uh, and, uh, uh Winnock, Senator Winnock, uh, Warnock, we, we might be hard deciding it. You'd certainly need a recount. They may do a recount anyway to see if anybody reaches 50%. I don't think they will. But in any event, they may do a recount to see that. But the, the margin of victory would be so small uh, that, I mean, I looked at the vote last night and tonight and, and this morning maybe four times, and it went back and forth by a couple hundred votes. I'm not even sure who's in the lead right now. But in any event, it's a, it's it's statistically insignificant, although – it could mean the difference between being a United States senator or not. So here's where we are. A lot of elections decided. The red wave was limited. Seemed to be limited by, <laughs> by um, no further north than Pennsylvania and, uh, and uh, beginning at Ohio and going west and uh, beginning at uh, North Carolina and going uh, south, maybe Virginia. Uh, please don't disregard Virginia. Virginia had a lot of Republican victories uh, in congressional races. 
that uh, just wouldn't have happened two or three years ago. So there's been a change in Virginia, and uh, much like Florida, that uh, was you know perennially a swing state. Florida now, uh, and I'd say you know thanks to a lot of people, with the culmination being uh, Rubio and DeSantis, and President Trump, who spends a lot of time there. Florida is looks now like a very solid Republican state, which is uh, good news, and Republicans need some good news today because they got themselves too uh, convinced that it would be a massive red wave. And uh, had had we come into this with more uh, realistic expectations, this would be considered a Republican victory with some good news for the Democrats as well. Uh, they've been able to hold on to their traditional uh, overwhelming sort of brainwashed states uh, New York is a brainwashed state. You don't have 20 years of Democrat governors, two of whom uh, the, b- both elected governors go out uh, cor- with corruption, and then you elect another one. That's like Chicago, 50 years of Democratic rule, anywhere from five to 20 murders a weekend, and you just keep voting Democrat. Ba-boom, 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 ba-boom. Uh, today uh, is a very, very depressing day for New Yorkers. Uh, for New Yorkers who look at the world the way I do or the way Greg does or uh, others, I mean, it, it, it looks to me like the people have lost rationality. Uh, given the, the conditions of crime going on in both city and state, given the state of our economy, the fact that our budget is twice the size, more than twice the size of Florida, and look at the condition, economic condition of Florida, much better than New York, much better. And I live in Florida uh, you know, a fair amount of time, and the services are as good or better. A lot of them are nicer. Right? They certainly aren't two times worse. We're not paying for services in New York. The difference between New York and Florida is nothing you like getting better service in New York or there's less poverty. Or New York steals a lot more. It is it is almost um, axiomatic that if a political party, and particularly the Democratic Party, because it has much more of a history of corruption than the Republican Party, just like it has to bear the history of being the party of slavery and of opposing civil rights, you uh, you end up with corruption. You'll, end, you'll, you'll have it in, in Republican enclaves where people are in control for 20 or 30 years. But you, you have it even more in Democratic enclaves. Republican Party has its own problems. And one of the Democratic Party problems is substantial corruption. So we have now underscored that corruption in New York by electing a governor and, uh, you know, I wish her luck, but, I mean, I wished Adam's luck, too, and that what good did that do? He just, uh, you know, had crime go up 30%, and uh, our budget is a disaster, and he's uh, not refunded. He's cut the police. And she, I mean, Adams looks like a genius compared to her. She's not doing anything right. She's got uh, a bill sitting there in uh, with her uh, crazy Democrats that wants to basically uh, write parents off in terms of decisions about their children in schools and 
This is a disaster for New York. I cannot put anything on it other than it's a disaster for New York. Now, for the United States of America, this is, a, this is progress. Maybe realistic progress as opposed to the um, exaggerations that uh, Republicans fell prey to. I don't think I did. I kept warning you. I'd like to see a big red wave. I hope there's a big red wave. There were times in which I thought I saw it, but there were other times in which I thought I didn't, and I always have said to people, never, ever, ever think you can predict an election. Having said that, this is overall a Republican victory. First and most important thing, and I I know that it hasn't been decided yet, but the House of Representatives will be Republican. That changes things uh, immensely. There's no more important change than that one right there. If you can only have one, that's the one you would have to have because that puts a break on Biden in terms of legislation. And it puts a certain degree of accountability there given the type of Republicans that were elected and the type that have taken control meaning they'll investigate, and Ryan won't, you know, be too cowardly to sign any of the subpoenas uh, that were much more justified than the ones that the Democrats are using to put Republicans in jail about. I think that is over, and I think the House learned that lesson. Uh, the Senate, on the other hand, is, uh, could go either, either way. And let me, let me give you just a very, very quick analysis of it, because... I just spent some time doing a podcast about it and really analyzed it pretty, pretty deeply, and that should be out tomorrow, uh, And because this is going to be going on until December, as you know. So I, uh, I would say real quick, there are four states that are open, right? Wisconsin, Nevada, Arizona, and Georgia. The other states are all decided, and it's a 48-48 going, in, going into that. So now... Uh, Republicans, in order to get a majority, have to win three out of the four. Uh, Democrats have to win two out of the four because they only they only have to get to 50-50. Republicans have to get to 51-49. So uh, one that they will win is Wisconsin. Wisconsin is... Um, uh, going, going. Uh, I, I believe Johnson, if he hasn't been called the winner, will be called the winner very shortly, probably before the end of the day, probably into sometime tomorrow. And I think the same thing is true without going through all the details of it of Arizona, but the other way. So uh, by tomorrow, if not tonight, we should be at 49-49. Arizona called for the Democrats. Uh, and we got, I, I don't think Masters can make up the three-point margin. Um uh, and I don't think that – I think the one-point margin in Wisconsin is very, very solid. Wisconsin being one of the most careful states with the possible exception of 2020, which was an aberration for them, which is why the chief justice of the court wrote a scathing report about it – former chief justice, sorry. Uh, but Wisconsin, you can see the results come in very, very matter-of-factly, very carefully. I don't think it's going to do you much good to recount there. Uh, uh, might do you some good in Arizona because Arizona has a lot of uh, ballots out. And Arizona, unlike most states, uh, last time Trump gained in a, uh, in a lot of uh, – remember, 
That was the one place where he was behind. They called that early in the evening, Fox did, for, um, for, for Biden, only to find out that Biden won by less than a percent. And you should not have called it. But he gained a lot. So we don't know what's in those uh, mail-in ballots in Arizona. Uh, but I do think that uh, uh, Kelly has too much of a lead. And uh, so 49-49. Uh, so Nevada really decides whether Georgia is very important. If uh, Laxalt holds on to his lead in Nevada, then uh, the Republicans will be at 50, the Democrats will be at 49, and Georgia will decide the Senate, and there will be tremendous attention for that race, and Republicans will win it if there's tremendous attention for it. And uh, really, the leadership of the Senate is riding on the answer. Because at the core, Georgia is a conservative state. Uh, well, we're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back, and uh, we'll get to your uh, questions and answers, and we'll also finish the analysis of the election. America's Mayor, Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani back um, with you on um our analysis of the election, immediate analysis of the day after the election. And um, we've pretty much, uh, I think, got you through the, through the Senate. So assuming it comes out the way it looks like, looks like, uh, Wisconsin, Johnson, Republican, Nevada, uh, Laxalt, Republican, which gets you to 50, and uh, then Arizona for Kelly, Democrat, which gets them to 49. Then Georgia decides whether the Republicans go to 51, which gives them a majority, or becomes 50-50. And it depends on Kamala Harris's vote, and the Democrats are in charge of the Senate. The House, on the other hand, is um, the House is not decided because there are a lot of close votes still uh, to, uh, to go, and probably some recounts. You have uh, victories for Republicans like, uh, oh, just pick one out, the California 13th is 50.1 to 49.9, uh, although the Ca- California's 22nd is 54.46. So, you know, it's not all, it's not all that close. Uh, Connecticut, 5th District, 49.6. To 50.4 for the for, for the Democrat, so they they're, they're close both ways. Um, I would say with the races outstanding, m- more than likely, more than likely the Republicans will uh, will pick up the votes that are necessary uh, to to uh, to win this. Uh, what do we want to rate it? Not a hundred percent, but. Pretty darn close. And then we have the terrible situation in New York of electing Hochul um, with a state that is crumbling anyway, losing population um, more than any other state, or, or maybe, uh, maybe, maybe New Jersey is ahead of us. Maybe, 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 but all for the same reasons. Uh, to elect a governor who can't figure out why crime is important and refuses to do anything about bail and refuses to do anything about brag and refuses to do anything about 
the high uh, uh, taxes here or the fact that we spend two to two and a half more times in Florida. My goodness, I don't know. I don't know. But let's go to some questions because this is a day in which I'm sure you've got a lot of them, a lot of people very disappointed. And I, I, I hope there are some people that also see um, that although not perfection, this was a step in the right direction, particularly if we can uh, get control of the House of Representatives. Then, then, then this will be a positive day. Uh, let's try uh, Mike in New Jersey. Uh, Mr. Mayor, I first want to say it's an honor to talk to you. Um, the courage it took for you to stand up against these animals was, was uh, you know, something to uh, appreciate. And, uh, you know, I just, again, thank you very much. Um, I, I, I believe in this country, and I believe in justice, and uh, it's my – I never – I don't consider it courage. I just consider it what a good person should do, no matter how much they lie about you. But thank you. Thank you very much. Unfortunately, we don't, have, we don't have enough people like you that feel that way. So I, I believe it's courage. You're, you're and, you a know. good man. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. Um, so just to preface this, I, I really, I'm a not, not a novice. I feel like I do enough research and kind of whatnot with regards to voting and different things. And so just so you know, I'm a, I'm a huge Trump supporter. If we, um, if we hit a hard break, I'm going to keep you on and you can f- finish it. But go ahead. Okay. So my, just my get out the question is, and then get, Oh, I'm sorry. We're going to have to we're going to have to take a break and we come back. We'll continue with your question, Mike. And we'll don't forget the mayor's final thoughts. They're going to be I think you're going to appreciate them this time. Hope you do all the time. America's mayor, Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani back with the Rudy Giuliani show. And we're going to go back to Mike, who. Wanted to ask us a, uh, a, I think, an important question. Go ahead, Mike. Hey, uh, Mr. Mayor, again, it's an honor. Thank you. Um, so, so my question is, I'm a huge Trump supporter. Uh, I, I couldn't be more for him. I think he does it. Everything he chose to do, I believe, even if people disagreed with it, he thought it was in the best interest of the country and for I, us. I, I agree with um, you. Okay. So, so, so my question now after the results from last night is, when President Trump was supporting his people, you know, with with regards to who was going to run for the Republicans in these particular races, his people won. Um, a lot of his people lost in these elections. And one of my biggest concerns, I mean, for an example, is Pennsylvania with Dr. Oz. Um, the fact that he lost to Fetterman, which is unfortunately he had a stroke, but that he got elected, I, I feel like is an embarrassment. Yeah, yeah, it's, it, 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 there's, there's no... There's no explaining it other than a brainwashed electorate, uh, like in New York. No, no way of explaining Hochul other than the people in New York are brainwashed. I mean, they, they want to destroy their state. My, uh, my, my, my feeling is, is that Mr. Trump is so divisive, and I feel like there's moderate Democrats that, with regardless of who he wants to win, they'll just vote against it. So if he maybe stayed out of some of these um, – you know, uh, elections or backing people. I feel like there's some people that just want to vote, would vote Republican, but they're not voting just because it's Mr. President Trump that's supporting him. It's a fabulous question, Mike, and it's not an easy answer. I mean, one easy answer is politically, if we just talk about the art of getting elected and and politics, not the art of governing, the answer is moderate yourself to fit the electorate. But Maybe that's what's wrong with us. (laughs) 
Maybe what's wrong with it is we have too many. I mean, the Democrat Party is made up of all people who stand for nothing or communism. And I mean, look uh, here, AOC, Tlaib, uh, those people, Corey, they'll say horrible things about Israel, horrible things about Israel, horrible, vile things about the United States. Half the Democrats disagree with it, but they won't say anything because they want to get elected, like Schumer. I mean, Schumer's useless. Schumer, Schumer will sell out New York, he'll sell out Israel in order to be majority leader, and he'll never condemn any of these people, even though they're taking on some of the things that are sacred to him. So Trump is just the opposite of that, maybe to an extreme. Uh, he's all about principle. And uh, sometimes that can cost you an election. But uh, So the other side of me says... Uh, Maybe that's the change we got to make and go through a, losses in order to get there. Maybe it's better to to support the candidate who isn't the rhino, who's going to double cross you when it comes to making the real changes, and support the guy that's the real authentic uh, person who's going to stand up for their values. A guy like Ron Johnson, for example, he's a guy who uh, almost lost because. He's willing to tell you the truth about uh, the election of 2020. He's willing to tell you the truth about the hard drive. They accused him of being a Russian agent. Uh, but he's going to be a little harder to elect than a guy who sucks up. Uh, now, Oz is a little different, really. I, don't, I, I can't explain Dr. Oz completely because he doesn't fit the Ron Johnson category. Um, I mean, in some ways, he was... I don't think he was uh, rejected because of Trump, really. I think he, I think he was rejected more because I don't know. He was an outsider, or how they could vote for Fetterman. I mean, he was a lousy mayor. I mean, the guy was wacky before he got wacky, and I feel sorry for his stroke, but not to the point that. Uh, I forgive him for all the horrible positions he's taken over the years, support for Black Lives Matter, defunding the police, support for the district attorney, Krasner, who gets people killed in Philadelphia. I mean, aside from the fact that he doesn't seem to know what he's doing, he's a disaster. So uh, I don't know. I don't know how you explain that one. But now you take a guy like J.D. Vance, right? Vance uh, was supposed to lose because he was the Trump guy. He won big. Like eight, nowadays, eight, nine, ten points. He wiped out Ryan. Ryan turned out to be the suck-up. Ryan was saying, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a moderate, 100% voting record with Biden. I'm, I'm, uh, uh, I wouldn't bring the leadership of my party here because I don't agree with him, except when you voted for him, you voted for the leadership of his party. So I don't know. I haven't given you an answer because I don't have one. You're right. Um, sometimes uh, Donald Trump's um, being so uh, strong about positions and uh, being uh, straightforward and saying things uh, absolutely uh, uh, truthfully, but sometimes not sensitively, some, it, it can hurt. Sometimes it can, you win because of it. And uh, put the put the personality part aside. 
Think about the principal part. Isn't that what we got to get if we want to be a real democracy in a decent country, where politicians actually have the guts to tell you what they really think, and Schumer should not be afraid to stand up for Israel when uh, people in his party attack it. And, uh, and he shouldn't uh, continue them in important committee assignments, uh, you know, when, uh, when they can have an impact on something he believes in very, very strongly. So let me just tell you about the House, okay? Um, so the House is real simple. Uh, it's 176 to 206 right now. And that looks like uh, across a whole group of maps that I've uh, looked at, and which means to get to the magic 218 for a majority, the Republicans have to win uh, 12 more races, but the Democrats have to win 42 more races. So I don't think it's as close as the media would like it to be. I think, uh, could it happen? Of course. They're not decided yet. But it's a lot harder to win 42 than it is 12. And particularly with the fact that the country, you'd have to say, seems to be at least split in half. And a little more red than blue right now, uh, if you look at the election returns. So let's go to, um, let's go to Jim. Jimmy in Brooklyn. Hello, Mr. Mayor. Boy, I was devastated. Now, there's a way to look at this, and people aren't looking at it the way I think it should be looked at. Please. Years, ag- years ago, we had House committees. We had all kind of internal committees that was working to expose communist operations in America. The FBI used to put out regular reports on KGB activities in America. The communists got so strong working through the Democrat Party, they closed all of that down. So they closed it all down, and then Gorbachev took away the image of the enemy to strengthen the communist forces in America. What's happening in America is happening all over the world. The American AFL-CIO sent some of their best-trained revolutionaries down to Brazil to get this communist, this hardline communist, now to be the leader of Brazil. This is a world movement. This is a world movement, Mr. Mayor. One more point. The communists decades ago in their publication said they're working to have 100 trained revolutionaries in every congressional district. You saw the power of the communist movement with riots in every city, burning the American flag. Antifa is not just in the street. They now apparently, they're in the schools, they're in the media, they're in the Congress, they're in the Senate, they're in U.S. intelligence. When I expose a group like the tax-exempt KGB front group, Institute for Policy Studies, Leon Panetta, who became CIA director, was a chairman of a committee put together to celebrate the founding of that KGB what front a creep. group. But this is all over the place, and there's no opposition to it. I can't alone on the radio. Uh, 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 Trevor Loudon came from New Zealand, gave up a comfortable life in New Zealand to come here to try to alert America. We've got all the documentation of the direct involvement of the American Communist Party, openly, directly, not hidden, working among the Democrat Party. They train congressional and Senate staffers. This is a major thing. If you and I grew up in Iran, Mr. Mayor, we might be terrorists too now. The enemy knows when you control the media, the schools, you control the information, communication, and education, eventually you have a mass movement. I don't think all the people who voted Democrat are communist, just like I don't think all the conservatives who kept saying we defeated communism, I don't think they're communist. 
This is massive subversion, deception, but no, massive no organization of the enemy in America. Well, maybe maybe uh, we have a Congress, uh, we'll have a Congress if we can win 12 more seats. Uh, that'll You'll have some people that have an interest in that. Uh, well, so we've got to use the conservative media, Mr. Mayor. The conservative yeah. media could have done it if just one of the major conservative media celebrities. You can't have Newt Gingrich just say the Democrats are crazy. They lost their mind. Can't ignore what the enemy's doing openly. It's not even a conspiracy. It's all out in the open. I sent stuff out to many people through the years, media people. They all ignored it, and some of them were afraid to use it. Can't ignore the enemy. You can't yeah, ignore They are afraid. They are afraid. There's still the fear of being labeled a McCarthy, you know. There's still a fear of being labeled some kind of a nut or extremist. Fascist, if, you talk, yes. if you talk about communism because of the whole overreaction to the McCarthy thing, there's no doubt about it. it, it it's, it's dissipated somewhat. Uh, it has. I talk about it, and I don't get any of that backlash. I mean, nobody, nobody uh, says to me I'm a McCarthyite. Or, I, I find when I talk to people about it, they take me seriously. And right. I, I intend to keep talking about it, so they, until they shoot I me. know you will. Okay? All right. Thank and you. We, and, uh, and we're going we're, we're, we're gonna to get people in Congress interested in this because it, it also needs subpoena power and hearings. and uh, that, that, all, all of that is absolutely necessary. Let's go to, um, let's go to Jim in Manhattan. Uh, hello, Mayor. How are you, Jim? Uh, pretty good, Mayor. You know, Mayor, 70% of New York voters are Democrats, and with that advantage and a lot more campaign cash, Hochul's 5% win is a weak victory, not a strong mandate, especially when you consider the Republican gains in the state legislature and New York U.S. Congress races. Republicans gained in this state, and Hochul doesn't look too strong to me. 100%. You're absolutely right. I mean, it won't be seen that way uh, because we got our hopes up uh, maybe higher than realistic. All of it is in a, uh, all of it's in the presentation and the expectations. So there's a great disappointment today because the expectations were super high, and the delivery was good but not great. Uh, 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 positive things, and it's hard for Republicans and conservatives. Positive things happened uh, yesterday. More positive than negative. Yeah, but, Mayor, not, but, but but not without you know, not without some defeats, some pretty big startling defeats that are hard to understand, like in Pennsylvania. And I think Hochul winning at all is impossible to understand. She's a useless governor. Useless. She's a silly governor. Uh, Dangerous. My uh, fellow citizens, the 5% extra that voted for him, have got to have something going on in their heads that makes it impossible for them to see reality. Uh, you know, the state is in a, in a disaster. We're in a disaster. You don't have this uh, flight of people from a state if it isn't a disaster. People don't like to move. Uh, people like New York generally. People used to flock to New York when I was the mayor. Now they're leaving in in in, in ways that moving companies can't even keep up with it. If that doesn't get you to vote against somebody, I don't know what you've got to go hit him over the head with a hammer, I think. I don't mean that. I don't mean it. Just an expression. Uh, let's, go to, uh, let's go to Arthur in Staten Island. Mr. Mayor, it's Anthony. 
Oh, Anthony, I'm sorry. I wrote it down wrong. My mistake. Edge. No, no problem. So the point I wanted to make is the uh, the pollsters who always lean left got <clears throat> got it wrong this election cycle, according to all the people on the news talking today. Uh, before the election, 70% of the people were, were disgusted with what was going on with the country and, and the economy and everything. And that didn't correspond in yesterday's election results in the swing states, except for the swing state of Florida, where they got it right. Because Florida's banned mass mail-in ballots. They banned ballot harvesting. They require voter ID. And, and Governor DeSantis created an election police force. So what is that telling us? Those, that, those are, that's evidence that there were shenanigans going on in those other swing states. I, 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 that's not evidence. That's speculation. And uh, we are allowed that speculation. This is a free country. But right now, that I, I, I have no reason. To, and boy, if you give me evidence of uh, voter fraud, you know I'm not going to back away from it. But I, I, I um, and by the way, the, the pollsters weren't so far wrong. Uh, a, a lot of Republicans and conservatives and commentators overdid it. So uh, when you went down to the wire, New Hampshire was picked uh, for, uh, uh, for, for Hassan. And now every, everyone's shocked that she won. E- everyone picked. All the pollsters said that Zeldin didn't make it close, but he'd lose. We had one poll that had him ahead. But on every other poll, including the consensus polls, Zeldin was supposed to lose the election. Fetterman, uh, Fetterman in the uh, consensus poll that's done by 270 and uh, Cook Report, Fetterman was supposed to win the election. Shocking. Hard to believe. <laughs> you thought the poll had to be crazy. Who's going to vote for a guy that can't talk? But we voted for a guy who has dementia. Uh, so the polls, the polls weren't... Uh, the polls weren't far off. The predictions that there was something beyond the polls, that uh, because of crime, because of the economy, there'd be a movement beyond what the polls showed, that was wrong. And I'll tell you what I was wrong about, because it's the first election that it, that, that it happened. Republicans always outperform the polls. So if you, uh, in past elections, if you looked at Fetterman and... Um, and um, and Oz, and you, Fetterman's two points ahead, normally Oz would be a point or two ahead. It didn't turn out that way this time. They actually turned out to be pretty much on target. Johnson, Johnson was picked to win Wisconsin. Looks like he's going to win Wisconsin. So the polls weren't off. The expectations were off. We'll be back. And be the mayor's final words. Rudy Giuliani. Former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani. Time for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Mayor's final thoughts. Thank you for returning. Uh, this, these are the mayor's final thoughts brought to you by Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org. The organization that is there at the most critical moments uh, when a uniformed officer uh, loses his or her life, and the family needs support. It's Tunnel to Towers that's there to pay off the mortgage, and much more than that, to give support to the families. 
that are devastated because of the sacrifice made for us. And when people who serve us are catastrophically injured, they're there to build homes for them so they can have the maximum degree of independence. It it ennobles you to contribute to them. So $11 a month is not too much to ask. You should give them a lot more if you can. Well, um, I know I'm supposed to be extremely disappointed today, and I am somewhat disappointed. But I also realize uh, through the uh, fog of all the discussion and and all of the uh, expectations that were raised too high that this is a step forward. It's a step forward uh, like the steps forward that you make in life. They're never perfect. They're never 100%. Uh, there's always, uh, as Ronald Reagan said, you know, if you can get 70% uh, of what you want, you've achieved a lot, get 80, you're a genius. We got 60 to 70% of what we wanted and and we got what we needed. Uh, We we did. The House is going to be Republican. I'm sorry, they're not going to get 42 more seats uh, before we get 12 (laughs) just not going to happen. There probably are about six of those that are already decided already for us. Uh, During the break, I was informed that Johnson uh, has been awarded uh, Wisconsin. So the first of my predictions is correct. I I just did it for you, right? Uh, Continue out with Nevada going uh, uh, Dem. uh, I'm sorry, going Republican and Arizona going uh, Dem. And then Georgia decides the election. And Walker will win this if it comes down to leadership. If we are voting in Georgia on leadership, we're going to win. So democracy worked yesterday, God willing. Please don't present me with evidence that it didn't. If you do, I'm here. But right now, it looks to me like maybe there are a few exceptions. God bless America. It worked. We won. They won some. We got plenty to go forward with. God bless America.